Christian Bale. Look at you. No, that's best actor. Oh, no, sorry. You're right. I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) Welcome to Feeling It, a podcast where we discuss TV, movies, pop culture, and whether or not we are feeling it. If this is your first time joining us, welcome to the show. And here we go. Come on, walk and talk. All right, here we go. You guys want to hear something neat? It's showtime! Hold your ears, folks. Here we go! See what you can do now. Take your position. All right, on to your butts. Seriously? Listen to me very, very carefully. Hey, it's me again. Eat him up. Enjoy. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to Feeling It. Each week on this show, we like to share what pieces of pop culture we're really feeling. Whatever show, movie, song, or tech, we just can't get out of our heads. In addition to those picks, this week we'll be attempting to predict this year's Oscar winners. But before we get started with all of that, let's introduce ourselves. And when we do, let's answer the question, if you could sneak in any nomination, what would it be? I'm Lucas Strategy Designer in Chicago. And if I had to sneak in a nomination, I would nominate Thoroughbreds for Best Score. I think it has one of the most unique scores of the year. Um, and I would really want it in there. That's a fantastic pick. I am Sandra Omsteds. I'm a social media manager in Nashville, Tennessee. And I would sneak in uh, a Best Original Screenplay nomination for 8th grade. Yeah. I think it's so well-crafted, and um, and it's a debut, and it's exciting, and um, I, I really adore it. So, um, all right. Well, enough with wishes. Let's move on. <laughs> To reality. Um, Before we start talking about the actual Oscar nominations, Lucas, I want to know, what are you feeling this week? Uh, This week, I'm feeling a book by Austin Channing Brown called I'm Still Here, uh, Black Dignity in a World Made for Whiteness. It is, um, it's it's not a, I guess, a lot of books like this, I feel like, sound like um, a book for white people to read as they're getting into activism and stuff like that. But this is really a, one of the things that Austin Chang Brown said when she wrote it was, this is more a book for black women um, and who have lived mostly in um, in white culture. And it's a really interesting read. It t- talks about just kind of her life growing up, um, mostly surrounded by white people and how she kind of had to change her world um, to adjust that. Um, she talks about how her parents named her Austin because it's a white man's name and it'll be just better for her in general if she has a white man's name. <laughs> um, wow. So it's a really interesting read. It's a short book um, and she goes into detail a lot just about how she's worked in um, she's worked for a lot for nonprofits and churches and stuff like that. Um, and she talks about kind of how her, her relationships with her coworkers have been, how her relationships, um, with her bosses have been, um, just because she is a black woman. And a lot of it is in kindness, but a lot of it is just her having to change who she is and how she operates, uh, because the world isn't made for her. But that's, I'm still here by Austin Channing Brown. Very interesting read. I would highly encourage everybody to, to, to check it out yeah what a great pick lucas thank you no problem i'm feeling this week is a new app i discovered this weekend um there was a viral video going around on twitter of a guy who sent his sister a video at work that basically said hey I'm all alone at the house, and there's soap all over the kitchen. The dishwasher, <laughs> something's happened to the dishwasher. There's soap all over the kitchen. Um, funny video, like, as it is. But what made it really funny is that he somehow used some sort of technology to make everything he was saying sound auto-tuned. And so him, like, freaking out over soap being, like, the kitchen being swarmed in soap but auto-tuned is very enjoyable, uh, made for a very funny video on Twitter. It gave me an idea that I had been wanting to send a video to some of my friends because I recently reorganized my entire room. I did Marie Kondo, like two episodes in, got me really inspired. I decluttered a bunch. I I rearranged some furniture. Um, And so wanting to show friends who don't live here anymore what my room now looks like, I decided to make a similar video, and I'll I'll let you hear a piece of it now. Do you want to see my new room? The bed isn't in the corner anymore. I have nightstands now with lamps on them. Nightstands with lamps on them. 
C-O. And basically, it's an auto-tune app. It lets you um, record audio or video, and it'll auto-tune whatever you say or sing while you're recording. And it gives you lots of options for um, what types of auto-tune you can apply to your to your voice. Um, if you want to pay extra, it even lets you apply um, effects that sound like specific singers, like Bon Bear or T-Pain. Um, and I had so much fun with it, and I'm convinced that I think. Um, Real quick, are you the kind of person who pays extra for T-Pain and Bon Iver? Uh, at least to try it out. So <laughs> so it depends on – with if with app paying, um, if it's a one-time thing, I'll always pay the one-time fee. If it's like pay a dollar yeah. to get rid of ads, pay a dollar for this extra feature, I'm always like, sure, always, yes. <laughs> if it's a subscription thing, which this app is subscription-based, um, I'll usually do the free trial – cancel my free trial so it doesn't charge me and then try the features out and see if I want to pay a monthly fee for them. In this case, it's a seven day free trial with a $3 a month charge for those extra features. Um, so it might be worth it for if, you know, you want to pay for a month of those features, you know, before you get, you know, before you get bored of this app, (laughs) um, maybe not pay for a full year's worth. But I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I had a lot of friends say that it sounds like Imogen Heap, uh, which I felt really cool, especially because I'm a person that has zero singing ability. I have no musical talent. I don't understand music and sound very well. So to have an app that like makes me enjoy listening to my own singing voice is definitely a big benefit to me. I So I, I downloaded this app. Last night, I was yeah. walking around the house playing with it. Yeah. It has a lot of controls. It lets you change what key you're singing in. It lets you change a bunch of effects. Um, uh, the It has mixes, which is really great if you want to add in a song um, and sing along with it. And then it has even mastering. So it's so much control. One of the things that I can't figure out is how you do that after you've recorded. Because from what I'm seeing, yeah, I think you, have to, all... you have to set all of that and then record, and then your recording is done. That's my understanding as well. Okay, okay. Um, That's my big pain point, because I want to record something and then try out all the effects on the thing that I just recorded. Yeah, that would be awesome. Um, Another little issue that I found with it is um, it says best use with headphones. And so if you plug headphones in, you can kind of hear yourself while you're singing, but then there's a delay that's really, that Mm, I think affects your singing. So you can turn (laughs) off, the feature that lets you hear yourself while you sing while still using headphones so it can use the headphone microphone. Um, however, I, fa- I found that if you're using AirPods, it does not use the AirPod microphone. It still uses your built-in phone oh, microphone. Oh, weird. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that's something they fix at some point. But if you're an AirPod user um, and you're wanting – and you just don't know that your AirPod microphone isn't the one being used. So that's one little little – flaw I found. Otherwise, I had a lot of fun. I wish I was someone who knew, like, what key I was singing in so that I could pick a key before well, I that's, started. That, that is my big thing. It's like, no one, like, there are very few people in the world who's just gonna like, oh, I'm gonna sing in D now. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, yeah, that is the main thing that it's like, I would love to sing and then it figure out what key I'm singing in or no, or me just pick after the fact. I don't know if this is real or not. I, I feel like it can pick a key for you after you've recorded but like you don't get to adjust like if i think there's a feature that you can turn on that i think i have on where it's like we'll pick the best key that i gotta Um, i gotta find that that but i don't know don't i i I don't know if that's for sure or if and i don't know enough about music if i read it right you know Um, so yeah, for a novice, it's like a fun, funny thing for someone like on your level, Lucas, it could be really cool to like really play around and make something. If you go into the app, there's also like a top track section where other people have made stuff with the app. Yeah. And those are like actual rappers, singers, <laughs> like that are like working in this app. Yeah. They're like doing real stuff. It's yeah, right. Not <laughs> I thought just, it would like, be just making... a bunch of people playing around with stuff. I mean, no, it's, it's real, the real deal. I wanted to see. I really was <laughs> I know. to see more like bedroom tours. And... Same. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, those are our picks for the week. Um, before we move on to our predictions, 
we have to settle the score from last year. So each year, for anyone who's new to the podcast, each year for the Oscars, we make our predictions and we have a little bet that goes along for the winners and the losers. The bet that we usually do is whoever wins the Oscar night in our group, whoever predicts the most winners, gets to pick a feature-length film that the losers have to watch within the year. Um, And it can be anything. So... The first year we did this, Lucas won. He made us watch the Western called Slow West, which I despise Western. So, you know, that was pretty cool. (laughs) Um, Last year I won um, by one category because Lucas and I had the same Oscar ballot with the exception of one category. Which was Um, Best Picture. (laughs) Which was Best Picture, yeah. And I Uh. won. So that meant... um, that I got to pick the film for Lucas and our friend Lawson to watch. And that was the documentary One, Dire- One, One Direction, This Is Us. One D, This Is Us. I don't remember what the official title is. But it's the One Direction documentary. <sighs> yeah. It's a movie that I hold dear to my heart, but that I knew Lucas and Lawson would never voluntarily watch. Never. Uh, no. Yeah. Truly never. <laughs> and so, Lucas, I'm aware that you watched this recently. Yeah. So, uh we waited a full year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we waited basically up until the last second. And this weekend, um, me and Lawson sat down and we watched the documentary. Um, I did not expect this movie to be good, and it was not. Um, <laughs> but there are some things that I learned. I am the person who's never l- never listened to One Direction. Um, and so I... I knew going in, I was like, I'm going to hear some music that I have definitely heard before, but had never attributed to One Direction. Sure. Just because it's around and on everywhere. Um, but because I'd never intentionally listened to them, I didn't know it was them. Um, which was fun. I'd be like, oh yeah, this song. I didn't know that was them. The things that I liked the most about this documentary is it does a good job of giving you the, um, I guess, the downside of fame, which I feel like... Most documentaries kind of centered around a boy band like this would not. Um, It's very, very terrifying. Uh, There's one scene that they're just kind of walking down the street and all of a sudden somebody recognizes them and then it's kind of a panic and they just end up getting stuck inside of a, of a Nike store yeah. um, just waiting for a car to come pick them up and With people like are just like banging on the glass of, and a huge, swarm of people. huge swarm of people. And yeah. like that, that, that is terrifying. That's just, um, so I, I really like that. I do think there are some downsides. I wish it had gone more into um, kind of how they got big. Cause one of the things that we were talking about was one of the the big the big reasons the, the Beatles got famous is because um, girls in the UK brought the hysteria of how much they love the Beatles to America, um, and I think you see that a little bit here, um, and they even talk about it a little bit is a small group of girls um, kind of created One Direction. Um, they started it, it was a big Twitter thing. They kind of took it upon themselves to be the add PR for One Direction. And I'm more curious about that than I am about One Direction. I think I think it's interesting to see kind of that phenomenon of um, girls finding a band that really connects to them and making it theirs and actually doing work, putting in work to kind yeah. of further further that stuff. And I, I, yeah, that to me, that it was just a small part of the documentary. And I was like, I would rather see a documentary on that. Sure. So, but overall, not as bad as it could be. Yeah. But still, I wouldn't say it's a great documentary. <laughs> Who's your favorite member, Lucas? Uh, the uh, I I don't know. So I recognized Harry because um, yeah. he's in Dunkirk. Um, I I I think I've seen Zayn somewhere. Um, well, he but, does solo music. Does he? He does. He does solo music now. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, they I, all the do, other, but like he was okay. the first solo artist. Well, the other thing I was saying was any of these guys could be doing solo music that I could have heard and liked and just not know that that's the guy from One Direction. Right. <laughs> so who knows? Um, but my favorite is the sh- the short little blonde kid who plays the guitar. Niall. The only one who plays instruments. Yeah. What's his name? Niall. Niall. Yeah. I think I think he's nice and cute. He's fun. <laughs> yeah. He He's a sweetheart. Um, yeah. There's a really great clip you should watch if you're a Niall fan of the boys um, on James Corden um, and they do source some this late night bit, but it feels very real. I don't know the actual, how real it actually was, but um, where they kind of did like a deal or no deal thing where there was like five, five boxes 
and one of the boxes said tattoo in it, and whoever, like, drew the tattoo box had to get a tattoo live on the late night show. Um, Jeez. Which is was not a big deal for a lot of the boys, because they're, like, not, you, you didn't see this in the documentary, but at this point, they're, like, covered in tattoos, except Niall has never gotten a tattoo. And so it was, like... Basically a real thing to be like, is Niall going to get the box? You know, like, is <laughs> Niall going to have to get a tattoo when he doesn't want one? Um, it's I find it very entertaining. You should look it up. I'll check it out. But that's enough 1D doc. I never thought it I'd is. say that. But it, <laughs> I will. I will today. Um, we're going to move on to the Oscar nominations and make our predictions. Here so, we go. Lucas, I have to admit something before we do this. Oh, no. Every year, I get very into the Oscars, and I listen to, like, Oscar podcasts, and I do a lot of research, and I really try to know who I think is going to win. Um, this year, I'm not feeling the Oscars. Are you? How are you feeling? I'm not that? either. I am really not feeling the Oscars this year. I'm disappointed by most things about the Oscars this yeah, year. There's a lot of things that are disappointing. I'm disappointed with... Everything in regards to, like, what the production of the show is going to be like. The, oh, yeah. The, the lack yeah. of host, the them trying to keep cut it short, the fact so that they're... Which, sh- which categories are, are are they not televising? They're not, they're not televising live action short, cinematography, editing, and um, makeup and hair. Um, that, to me, is ridiculous. <laughs> it, it's really insane because um, the shorts... I kind of get, even though I'm st- mm-hmm. staunchly against not yeah. televising them, it makes sense. Like, the majority of the country has no access to the shorts um, and, or very limited access to the shorts. I haven't even gotten a chance to see the shorts this year yet, which usually I would have. Yeah, um, same. The So the shorts I kind of get, even though I think it sucks because you can have such amazing moments when a short film director wins an Oscar. But to not show cinematography and editing two like of the most essential crafts of filmmaking you know <laughs> like yeah like, you don't have films without either of those that, that's that's what makes a film and to not show those i think is just a travesty um, agreed someone has pointed out on a couple of people have pointed out on twitter that those are the four categories that disney the company that owns abc that airs the broadcast um Disney does not have any films nominated in any of those four categories. Um, mm. And that seems pretty suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't like it. <laughs> nope. Sure don't either. Um, so we're pretty bummed about that. Plus, on top of the production, I'm pretty bummed about what has been buzzed to win most of the categories. I, um, If this was like what we thought it was going to be in the fall where a star is born is just like sweeping the Oscars. Um, I think I would be really like jazzed about this year. Yeah. But that doesn't seem to be the case. And it's just a lot of it's just a bummer. <laughs> and yeah. um, so because of all that, um, I've listened to my Oscar podcast that I normally listen to. But other than that, I haven't really done any research this year. Um, I'm kind of just going by my gut. I'm pulling a real Lawson. Love and it. Love it. <laughs> so This is my chance. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you might have a really good chance at winning this year because I'm just a little lackadaisical yeah. about it all. Well, I think I think, I think think we're all depressed that, like, three movies that are nominated for Best Picture are not good. Um, it's – I mean, usually there are, like, movies that you like more than others, but you can kind of say, like, yeah. oh, there might be one that you're like, ah, oh, that wasn't great, but whatever. Right. But to have three movies that everybody is kind of consistently being like, they're, they're bad like yeah. <laughs> is, well, is and like last year so last year the movie that most people thought was bad but that was like a front runner for winning was three billboards yeah you know la- three billboards i think is a bad movie that i don't like but i acknowledge the craft that went into making yes it. you know yes. what i mean it's that is much more of like a difference of taste and opinion than it mm-hmm. is um like just outright like the fact that bohemian rhapsody is winning as <laughs> many awards as it did it won an editing award from an editor's guild and that is yeah. just the most mind-blowing thing i've ever heard <laughs> um and so like it, it, this i'm just confounded i haven't seen green book yet so i can't speak to like 
Green Book's quality. Um, from what I've heard, it's like, uh, you know, not horribly made, you know? Um, yeah. So Green Book makes sense I, to me because I've of seen that. Green Book and I would say it's very, it's very normally done. Like yeah. there's nothing about it that you would say like, oh, that's bad. Like right. it's very, it's very, the quality of the filmmaking is acceptable. Sure. Right. Um, so. so like that's disappointing that it's in this field, but it's not like outrageous. Um, yeah. Versus something like Bohemian Rhapsody or uh, Vice, I think. I would say Vice is bad. Vice is bad, <laughs> especially in specific categories, which Vice is nominated for editing. And the editing in Vice, I cannot stand by. Um, and so things like that, it's just, it's a very frustrating year. Um, we'll see how we're feeling after Oscars night when we have yeah. actual winners and if yeah. <laughs> we still feel this way. Because there yeah. is like a little bit of hope still that Roma will like sweep everything. Um, yeah. But, yeah, who knows? Um, yeah. So I just wanted to give that disclaimer. Have you, before we get into this, have you seen Bohemian Rhapsody yet? I still have not okay. seen Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm putting it off. I'm going to watch it on a plane this sure. week or something like that. Yeah. So it'll happen. I mean, you happen. know that my position is you shouldn't, but... Um, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but I, I just wanted to check in on where you were at. Okay, yeah. so let's... I'm going to see all the Best Picture nominees. Okay, so. gotcha. My, you know, one thing that is kind of cool is that my local independent theater is doing a weekend of showing all the Best Picture nominees, including Roma. Um, nice. So uh, that's pretty cool that that's being offered. I wish it was yeah. happening on a better year. <laughs> where, yeah. Because I <laughs> yeah. was like, oh, I've already seen these. And the yeah. only one that I think I would be interested in seeing again on the big screen is A Star is Born. Um, that That is the other thing is the usually I feel like a couple of the um, – the best picture nomination nominees are rewatchable. Yeah. And these, yeah. Star is born is the only one that I'm interested in seeing again. And, <laughs> so. and I think the favorite is one I would like to see again, except I, I've just seen oh, it that's very true. recently. Yeah. 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 But a star is born, man. I, we'll, we'll talk more about it when we get to best yeah. picture. Um, yeah. Let's get started. Okay. We're going to get started with the short film categories. Um, and we're going to do those pretty quickly because Lucas and I haven't seen an either, any of them as far as I'm, as far as I know, um, I've seen one best animated short well, and same. you have as yeah, well. Yeah, <laughs> um, so what's your prediction, Lucas, for best live action short, uh, best live action short for me. I'm choosing uh, Marguerite. I'm going to do the uh, same. Yep. I don't know a lot about it, but it's the, it's the one that people are chatting the most about. Sure. So. Same thing. Okay. Let's move on to best documentary short. Best documentary short. I'm going for black sheep. And I'm going to go with period end of sentence. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the split. Sure. All right. Yeah. And then, okay. Oh, I really hope that, oh, I think it's very unlikely, but last year Lucas and I had the same ballot except for best picture. So we're really hoping that doesn't happen this year. It keeps it more it's, interesting. It's absolutely not going to happen this year. <laughs> sure. Okay. So best animated short. This is the one where both of us have seen one. Yes. Yeah. We've seen the one that we're choosing. Bow. <laughs> it's bow. Yes. yes. We're both choosing that. Okay, so now we're going to move on to Best Foreign Language Film, a really interesting category this year. Um, the nominees are Never Look Away, Shoplifters, Capernaum, Cold War, and Roma. Um, Lucas, I think, what is your pick for this? Yeah, I think this is actually a great year for, for foreign language films. Totally. Um, I'm really upset that Burning, my favorite yeah. foreign language film of the year, did not make it on this list. Um, but I am going to go for Roma. I think it's 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 the only thing that can win on this list. Yeah, I'm going to go for Roma as well. Lucas, if you could pick a winner from this list, what would you pick? I would pick Shoplifters. Yeah. Um, I, I liked Cold War and Shoplifters both a lot. I think I would go with Shoplifters as well. Yeah. Um, just, just by a hair. Did yeah. you see Cold War? I did see Cold War and I did, I did like it a lot and I'm really excited that he got nominated for directing. Yeah. That's and really cool. Cinematography. Yeah. So yeah, it's incredible that we have two foreign language films nominated for directing and cinematography. Yeah. It's amazing. So awesome. Okay. Next is best documentary feature. We have Minding the Gap. Hale County this morning, this evening, free solo of Fathers and Sons and RBG. I love, love, love Minding the Gap, but I think it's going to be free solo. Yeah, I think it's going to be free solo too. And that's what would be my pick for winning as well. 
Um, I still have to watch it, so yeah. I'm, I'm pumped to pumped to see um, it. For anyone who's interested in Free Solo, um, I believe that it became available on iTunes like this week, like right now. Um, it was supposed to not be available till March, but I think they bumped it up, which I'm excited about. So get your hands on Free Solo because it's such an awesome movie. Um, and it's one of the few films that's nominated, or excuse me, that's nominated that um, is directed by a woman. There are, you know, a few of the Oscar-nominated films that has a woman director. So that's really exciting, and I always love to support that. Um, so you, if you could pick, though, you would probably pick Minding the Gap, Lucas. At this point, because I haven't seen Free Solo. Sure. but Which is I, an amazing, yeah. amazing movie as well. So, like, yeah. that's... I'm, I, I'm not upset that that, that that it will probably win. <laughs> sure, yeah. Um, okay, let's move on to Best Animated Feature. I think this is going to be another easy category for us. The mm-hmm. nominees are Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Isle of Dogs, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Incredibles 2, and Mirai. Um, I thought, I, this is the first category that I've seen all of the nominees. Oh, okay. Um, what did yes. you think of Mirai? Uh, it, was, it was fine. It was yeah. good. <laughs> and yeah. what did you think of Isle of Dogs? Oh, yeah. You haven't seen Isle of Dogs? No. Do we not talk about it on the podcast? We didn't. Oh. Or okay. at least not as a full topic. Yeah. Uh, I love Wes Anderson movies, so this isn't as big of an insult as I think it. other people could take it, but I think it's one of his worst movies. Yeah. I haven't heard um, great things. Yeah. So it's 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 fine. So Gotcha. You know, yeah. But, I mean... Sp- sp- Spider-Man, Spider-Man is 100% walking away with this. Is what it's winning and what it should win. So that's always exciting. Yeah, um, for sure. Okay, best visual effects. Avengers Infinity War, Ready Player One, Solo, A Star Wars Story, First Man, and Christopher Robin. Uh, this is definitely Avengers, for yeah. sure. I am. It's Yeah, I think this is also a, a no-brainer. Same. Um, yeah, I don't have much to say about this category. Do you? I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's keep it moving. Except I'll say this: I wish I, I'm not sure how this category is decided, but the visual spec effects in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse I think are pretty astounding, and I kind of I think it just all gets lumped into animation. But I just kind of wish that that were well, it could get nominated for its own thing as well. <laughs> can you have visual effects in an animated film? That's I yeah I don't know. I mean, it's kind of animation on its own, so. To me, I guess I interpret, and I don't know what the official interpretation is, but I interpret visual effects as something added on to a live action film. Yeah, CGI, digital and live that action. Is like, yeah. 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 It makes uh, sense. Sure. So I just want Spider Man to win more things. <laughs> right. No, me too. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to best sound mixing. So, Lucas, I need you, I feel like I rely on you every year to tell me the difference between sound mixing and sound editing. Yeah. And I feel like I have to look it up every year. Sure. <laughs> um, the difference between sound mixing and sound editing. So sound editing is the kind of the person who's compiling all the sound. So doing the sound effects, um, gathering the dialogue and the ADR and stuff like that, and kind of putting it into the, 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 I guess I don't want to say the mix because that's sound mixing, but like putting the it movie. into the, the, the movie. Yeah. Um, so the person who's actually creating all the sound effects, the Foley artists and stuff like that. Um, and then sound mixing takes all of that and decides, you know, when to emphasize what. So, you know, who's pushing up like on the, the heavy levels. breathing, who's turning down the score, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Just kind of creating, um, you know, artistry out of what's already there, but just the volumes and the when it comes in, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's the difference. Okay. Um, so these are the, they have the same nominees in both categories. Um, the nominees are Roma, Bohemian Rhapsody, Black Panther, First Man, and A Star is Born. Um, so who do you predict will win mixing and who do you predict will win editing? So this is, I, this is where I have a split. I have, I have what I think a traditional academy would vote for. Mm-hmm. And then I have what I think a newer academy might vote for. Yeah. For 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 both of these. Okay. Um, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going with what the traditional academy would vote for, and I'm choosing Bohemian Rhapsody for mixing, mm-hmm. and First Man for editing. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm just rethinking my picks after hearing your definitions. <laughs> um, oh no. <laughs> going for first man for editing um Mm -hmm. and i think i'm just gonna stick with my original gut which was a star is born for sound mixing Mm -hmm. i Um, think that's i think that's a good choice 
Yeah. That that is what I would lean more towards a new academy voting for sure. as opposed to William University. Uh, but basically what I've heard is that other than winning best original song, people are expecting a Star is Born to get shut out. Yeah. Um, which is so sad. But it I is. think that of a, of any category, this is one that like it could possibly like I'm rooting for it here very hard, (laughs) but I think Bohemian's going to take it. Now, sound editing, I would pick. I would think a new Academy would choose Black Panther. Yeah, Black Panther for sound editing. Um, But see, or Roma, I could see a new Academy really valuing the sound mixing. No, the sound mixing in Roma. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah. (laughs) Just because the sound in Roma is so unique, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, Um, definitely. Anyway, but. We'll see. I guess this is not one that, like, I pay as much close attention to the yeah, buzz yeah. around. <laughs> um, here's another one that I think is pretty much a given. We have best yeah. song. We have when a cowboy trades his spurs for wings from the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, the place where the, where, the place where lost things go from Mary Poppins Returns, I'll Fight from RBG, Shallow from A Star is Born, and All the Stars from Black Panther. And it's definitely going to be shallow from it's a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, which is what I would pick as well. Like, yeah, as definitely. A yeah. Um, I mean, here's the thing. Lady Gaga is going to win an Oscar at the end of the night. It's not the Oscar I was hoping she would win, but <laughs> she'll be an Oscar winner. Yep. So that's exciting. Um, all right. Best score. We have, Black Klansman, Black Panther, Mary Poppins Returns, Isle of Dogs, and If Beale Street Could Talk. I'm going to pick my favorite of the scores, which is If Beale Street Could Talk. I'm picking that as well. Yep. Yeah. It was an, um, truly an amazing score. I'm, I'm really excited to see it hopefully win this ca- this category. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, it's so – it's stunning. And it's one of those scores that, like, from the trailer you already know. Like – it stands out so much that even mm-hmm. in the trailer, you're like, wow, this score is going to be something else. Yeah. Um, okay, next category is best production design. We have Black Panther, First Man, The Favorite, Mary Poppins Returns, and Roma. All right, I've got Old 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 Academy versus New Academy again sure. here. <laughs> um, and I'm going with Old Academy. That's that's my theme for this is yeah. never ne- never get your hopes up. So, right. um, yeah, so Old Academy, I think, is with production design would go with the favorite, go with a, p- a period piece, go with something classic like that. Um, I think New Academy would go for Black Panther um, yeah. just because it truly is innovative. Uh, and, but I'm going with the favorite. And I'm going to go with Black Panther. I think. Good for you. Good yeah. for you. Again, there's a chance that like Black Panther gets shut out at this Oscars, but if it does win something, this is something I could really see it winning. Yeah, um, yeah. I got to actually see the production designer um, like speak at a conference recently, and she was nice. incredible. I absolutely love the production design on Black Panther. It's yeah. one of my favorite things about the movie, and I 100%. would love for it to get up to, or to, for I would love for it to win this yeah. award. Yeah, I mean it's so unique and stunning, and the favorite is. Of course, well done, but, like, we've seen the production design of The Favorite before. You know, like, there's nothing yep. new and exciting yep. about that. It's yep. period dresses. Like, yep. come on. Um, so, yeah, that's – I'm going to keep my fingers crossed for that one. Okay. Best makeup and hairstyling. We have Vice, Mary Queen of Scots, and Border. Um. So – Oh, wait, sorry. I, in my head, I was thinking costume. <laughs> and I was like, I don't remember Vice being, but yes, yes, this is, yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, Vice. I've got Vice for best makeup and hair. I just think people love um, when people put a lot of prosthetics on their face. So sure. here we go. Yeah, I think that will win as well. If I could pick, though, I would definitely pick Border. Have you seen Border, Lucas? I, I have not, no. you got to see Border. Border is crazy. Um, <laughs> Like, so interesting, but it's a wild-ass movie. Um, yeah. And the prosthetics in Border are, like, really, really cool. Um, I think – I just – I'm so into that movie, and I wish – I really wish it could win. I wish pe- more people, like, knew about it so that it could win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll check it out. Um, okay. Best film editing. We have – Bohemian Rhapsody, Black Klansman, Green Book, The Favorite, and Vice. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, this is so depressing. This is so depressing. I think Vice is going to win. Man, it's bad. 
So that's yeah. just really depressing. I think the dark horse, honestly, is Bohemian Rhapsody because it won that editing mm-hmm. award recently, which is, again, like a nightmare. But <laughs> I don't know what is I think going on I, this year. I so think people like, see it as, as an editor trying to put together a film that's not good. Um, so they're giving them props for that. I don't think should be doing that but i it is yeah. what it is um i'm also voting for vice I, I i think it's a very flashy editing job i don't think it's great at all um yeah. but it's very obvious so if i got to pick the winner it would definitely be the favorite oh yeah for sure yeah um okay for best costume design we have the favorite black panther mary poppins returns mary queen of scots and Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Same for me. Old, uh, old and new. Old Academy, new, new Academy. Old Academy is going for favorite. New Academy is going for Black Panther. I'm going Old Academy. Black Panther. Uh, no, dang it. Uh, the favorite. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go old for this one. I'm gonna go with the favorite as well. Yeah. Um, My vote would be Mary Queen of Scots, but it's it's off the table. Yeah, so. I'm trying to think. I think my vote would be Black Panther. Um, with Mary Poppins as like a runner up. Yeah. Um, I think the Mary Poppins costumes are, like, really cool and colorful and fun and, like, really add to that movie's whole aesthetic. Um, mm-hmm. But the Black Panther, everything is so, like, there's so many costumes in Black Panther, too. You there know, are. Like it's, and they're it's, very unique. It's excellence and innovation and volume, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. And so, so that is really exciting to me. But I think the favorite will win this as well. Okay, so best cinematography. We have Cold War, The Favorite, Never Look Away, A Star is Born, and Roma. It's Roma. Yeah, it's just Roma. There's like <laughs> yeah. nothing to say. Nothing to say. It. It's, it's Roma. The be- and it is. It's, it's cinematography. Yeah, oh, incredible. for sure. Yeah. You know, like there's yep. no debating that. I think the cinematography in Cold War is really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really Definitely. excited that that got a nomination. Yep. Two and, gorgeous black and white films. <laughs> yeah. And I'm excited that Star is Born got a nomination for cinematography because Yeah, that's I think true. There's so much good in a Star is Born that the cinematography mm-hmm. kind of got overlooked, but it yeah. is really special. Yep. So I agree. Um that's really great as well. We have Best Original Screenplay. We have Green Book, First Reformed, Roma, The Favorite, and Vice. Um I think the favorite is gonna win this category. And I agree. I hope it does because I think yep. it is the best screenplay of them all. Yep. Yeah. Hundred percent. Okay. Yep. Um, best adapted screenplay. We have Black Klansman. Can you ever forgive me? If Beale Street could talk. Ballad of Buster Stru- Buster Scruggs and A Star Is Born. Uh, this one I'm going for Black Klansman. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go a little off the rails here Ooh. and say if Beale Street could talk. Um, nice yeah and again i know that that's a little out there but i think that if it could well other than score like this is one where it like could win it's you know it's Mm -hmm. adapted from like a very like like accomplished well-known well-regarded like author writer um it's something that like people i think it has like the prestige factor um I'm, i'm crossing my fingers for that so yeah yeah um okay Next is now we're getting into the big categories. Best supporting actor. We have Mahershala Ali, Richard E. Grant, Adam Driver. Oh, I should say what movies they're from. Sorry. Mahershala Ali is in Green Book. Richard E. Grant is in Can You Ever Forgive Me? Adam Driver is in Black Klansman. Sam Rockwell in Vice and Sam Elliott in A Star is Born. It's fun to have the last two winners be nominated again for this. So they're yeah. like um, I think Marshall Ali is definitely taking it, but okay. So I am holding out that I hope Christian Bale. Look at you. No, that's best actor. Oh that's no, sorry. You're right. I <laughs> no. wasn't paying attention. <laughs> um, I'm gonna really hope that Richard E. Grant takes this. Yes. <laughs> um, I the, here's my reasoning for this. Normally okay. in acting categories, I just like go with the favorite. Like yeah, you know, and by the favorite, I mean the most likely to win, not the film. The Unless favorite. it's Casey Affleck, <laughs> um, which which I regret it because <laughs> I got proven wrong. You know. Yeah. Um, and so last year I was like, don't you know? I stick to my guns. The 
only reason I'm going this year is because I think Richard E. Grant has been doing some very charming things in the press recently. And Mahershala Ali, the Green Book has just gotten a rough ride. Um, and Mahershala Ali has already won. So I do think he's the most likely to win. If he wins, it won't be a big surprise. But I think Richard E. Grant has more of a chance than we originally thought. So I think that's excellent deduction. I think yeah. that all of that is true. And I would really be excited to see him win. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, he would be my pick, you know, just yeah. based on my opinion as well, with Sam yeah. Elliott being a runner-up for me. Um and Adam Driver, man, I love Adam Driver. Maybe Adam Driver is my runner-up. <laughs> I forgot about Adam uh, Driver. God, Adam know. Driver and Sam Rockwell would be at the bottom of the list for me. Really? Probably. You didn't think probably, Adam Driver was very good in Black Klansman? I, I thought he was fine. I thought he was great. He's always great. Like, he's never bad. He's yeah. never bad. I thought he was great, but I just think these other ones are way above that. Minus Sam Rockwell, who's at the bottom. You still don't follow Hunter Harris on Twitter, do you? I do not. You should. She's really fantastic. <laughs> she has a... A running joke that Spike Lee made a whole movie about how Adam Driver is hot, and I and I appreciate that joke because like, I really relate to that. Um, so yeah, okay, let's move on to best supporting actress. Um, this one seems pretty easy. The cat, the nominees are Amy Adams in Vice, Rachel Vice in The Favorite, Marina de Tavira in Roma, Emma Stone in The Favorite, and Regina King in If Beale Street Could Talk. And I think the clear winner is Regina King. For sure. For sure. If I could pick a nominee, a a winner for this, it would be, it would be Emma Stone in The Favorite, Mm. but that's unfair because Emma Stone is not a supporting actress. She is a lead actress in The Favorite. (laughs) So like, there's a lot of category fraud happening in this category. Definitely. Definitely. I would pick Rachel Weisz from The Favorite. Okay. The Favorite was really good. (laughs) It was really, really good. Um, and those two, Emma, Emma Stone is basically the protagonist. Like she, yeah, for you know, sure. For with sure. Rachel Vice, like maybe also being a lead, but like the, those two are like tied for lead with Olivia Coleman really being a supporting actress. Yeah, and definitely. They like flipped <laughs> this shit, and it's so unfair. But you know, yeah. what can you do? Okay, let's move on to best actor. The nominees are Rami Malek in Bohemian Rhapsody, Bradley Cooper in A Star is Born, Christian Bale in Vice, Viggo Mortensen in Green Book, and Willem Dafoe in At Eternity's Gate. And I'm going to go with the obvious winner for this, which is Rami Malek in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, me too. Uh, The best actor category for the last three years has been steeped in controversy. Um, Yep. So, and it's always pulled through, so... Yeah, keep yep. it going, I guess. Yep. <laughs> Remy yep. Malik. Men <laughs> can't seem to just be decent. And people can't just not vote for them. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, very true. If you could pick a winner from this category, Lucas, who would you pick? I, w- I, I would pick Christian Bale just because he completely transforms himself. And I, I feel like it's a very showy performance, but I also think it is an incredible performance. So. Yeah. And I would definitely pick Bradley Cooper because I think he also transforms himself and brings such like deep heart and emotion to this role in in a way that was like stunning to look at. Um, This is for sure his best role ever. Yeah. Truly is. He's incredible in this. Yeah. Um, Okay. Now let's move on to my favorite category of the night. (laughs) The nominees are Melissa McCarthy and Can You Ever Forgive Me? Lady Gaga in A Star is Born, Yalitza Aparicio in Roma, Olivia Coleman in The Favorite, and Glenn Close in The Wife. Okay, Glenn Close has been coached. She's been playing this game a long time. She hasn't won her Oscar, and this year she got a team together who's going to win her the Oscar. She's on social media. She's yeah. taking selfies with uh, Timothy Chalamet. She's getting into memes. Like, she knows what she's doing. She's killing the speeches. Um, she's got this in the bag. Yeah. Glenn Close has this, um, not a doubt. Who would you pick to win, Lucas, if you could? I would. I think I would vote for Olivia Coleman, even though it's category fraud. I right. do love that performance. Um, closely followed by Lady Gaga. Yeah. I think I would vote for Melissa McCarthy. Um, Ooh. But culturally, I want Lady Gaga to win. I want to see Lady Gaga win Best Actress. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. think Melissa McCarthy gives a better performance, like, without mm-hmm. a doubt. Mm-hmm. But I want Lady Gaga to win this category. It's not going to yeah. happen. But, no, no. <laughs> um, you know, 
what She'll be back. night it would be if Lady Gaga won. You know what I mean? Like, what a Oof. shock. How exciting. Like, Glenn Close would be furious. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't, you don't think Glenn much. Close would be upset? I don't, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I don't know if I care that much. Oh, man. She's been nominated so many times and hasn't won. She's There's, the Roger Deakins of acting. A lot of people have been nominated a lot and haven't won. Oh, she deserves it, though. Uh, her, of course. Her, but well, actually, she deserve it for this movie? I've heard uh, no. I have I'm, not. Seen you haven't seen it. She, no. she, she's good in this movie. She's, she's I, good I in this movie. She deserves a nomination. I don't know movie. if she deserves it. She deserves a nomination. This is a career Oscar, just like, yeah, just like. A, you don't like career Oscars, I know. I think, yeah. I think we need to give Glenn Close an Oscar before she dies, and this might possibly be our last chance. So, like, I don't I'm okay like giving a it to her. Oscar for like Roger Deakins, who was nominated 14 times, you know, before finally oh, winning one. But seven is too little for a career Oscar. Seven nominations and Compared no wins. Compared to 14, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, okay, let's Give her 14 on. more years when she's <laughs> yeah. nominated again, and sure. then, then we'll see. <laughs> sure, exactly. Uh, no, only seven more years, Lucas. You need to do the math right. Um, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's not going to be nominated every year. you got to do 14 years. That gives her an every other year type situation. Oh, I see. I see. Which, <laughs> I don't know. Roger Deakins could be nominated every year. So That is true. That guy is prolific. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, we'll move on. Um, <laughs> the next category is Best Director. We have Spike Lee for Black Klansman, Yorgos Lanthimos for The Favorite, Adam McKay for Vice, Alfonso Cuaron for Roma, and Powell Powell. Paul Lukowski for Cold War. You did it. You, you climbed that mountain. <laughs> it, we'll see if I, I don't know if I actually did it. But, um, uh, it's it's Alfonso Cuaron. Yeah, Alfonso Cuaron. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Roma would, is taking this home. Yeah, Roma will take it. Who, who would you vote for? I would also vote for Alfonso Cuaron. I think, and it, I think a lot of it comes down to cinematography. He did his own cinematography. Um, but this is in the just, cinematography category. This is the best. I know director it's director. Category. I think I know. I, I think I think the screenplay and story isn't where I wanted it to be. But I think if that's the screenplay you're given, which again he also wrote, but if that's the screenplay you're given, this is the absolute best that movie could be. And my vote would be for Yorgos Lanthimos, which is <laughs> saying something because I usually don't like him as a director, but. Um, Here's the thing. I usually don't like his screenplays. And mm, yeah. by for that, I don't like his movies. But yeah. this year, he didn't write this movie. He mm-hmm. he only directed it. And his directing he helped combined with this play. He, has a, he does have sure. a writing credit, but somebody else um, originally wrote it. But his directing is like what makes this movie what it is. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like yep. no one else could have directed this movie this way. It's fantastic. It's like – um. It makes you feel it in your gut. I think his directing is, like, super special. And, yeah, he would be my vote for this category um, of, yeah. of these nominees, I would say. I like him a lot. Let me say, though, <laughs> if Bradley Cooper was nominated, Bradley Cooper would be my vote. I wish Bradley Ooh. Cooper was nominated and was winning right. this movie, this right. category. Bradley Cooper will definitely get a career Oscar. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I would I love it him. if he had a directing Oscar. He needs a I directing Oscar. I pulling a Ben Affleck where – his first film, he doesn't get it, but, like, two films later, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, okay. And then here's the big category of the night. We have Vice, Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, Star is Born, Black Klansman, The Favorite, Roma, and Green Book for Best Picture. And the winner is Roma. Yeah. The winner is it's Roma. No, um, no contest. I don't, th- I don't think no contest, honestly. Really? I yeah. I, I think the winner will be Roma. I hope uh, it will. If it's not, it doesn't have my vote, but like of the most likelies to win, I hope Roma will win. I don't know. I think Bohemian Rhapsody, I don't know. I just like, I'm nervous. I'm nervous for it. I'm nervous for this Man, whole category. If Bohemian Rhapsody, <laughs> Ugh, I haven't even entertained that thought until now. Oh my goodness. Or Green Book. I think Green Book's still like, I could I see Green Book coming in. But. Are much less likely than they were at the beginning of the season. I think Roma will win. I'm not saying that it won't. Yeah. I'm just yeah. saying Bohemian Rhapsody is very popular. It has Ugh. a ton of controversy around it, which it should. And it's not a good movie. But people love that movie. So. Ugh. All right. I know. I know. Well. It, what would you pick out of this category to win? What would you vote for? 
I would say. I would vote for the favorite. Yeah. Um, I have a hard time. I think filmmaking-wise, The Favorite is the best movie of this bunch. I think culturally, A Star is Born should be the best picture. Um, yeah. You know, just mm-hmm. like last year, I felt like Get Out wasn't my favorite movie of the year, but it was like my fav- best picture of the year. Yeah. Um, I think best picture should take into account the cultural impact that a movie has. Um, and I so for me, A Star is Born would be the winner. Um, yeah. I think yep. it's a damn shame that it's not going to be. But as far as like winners happening, I don't, I'm not upset about Romo winning, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm excited for Alfonso Cuaron to have won. Yeah. Same. Um, and I'm excited for a foreign language black and white film to win best picture. Yeah, um, definitely. I think that's exciting and cool. And um, yeah. So, those are our predictions. Um, I haven't been writing them down as we've been saying them, so I don't know how many we have differed on. How many was that? Like maybe three I or four? was also not writing them down. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> but it's a lot. Yeah, it's like four. I think it's maybe five. So. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. And But do you have your bet ready? Do you know Do you know what you're going to do? What movie? I don't, I don't know yet. Yeah. Oh, no, not at all. No, I okay. need some time to think. I don't let myself, my hopes get up <laughs> until I've actually won. I say don't even think about it because I got this in the bag. Yeah, you think so. <laughs> um, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I, I feel so lazy this year. Um, so the fact that I haven't seen the, sh- the shorts yet, which is usually what helps me win. Yeah, um, yeah. Is, I think, really to my detriment. Oh, well. Um, okay, so <laughs> I think that's my entire Oscar season. Can, oh, can well. Be up in. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's let people know where they can find us on the internet. Lucas, where can we find you? You can find me everywhere at Lucas and Stuff. Check out my letterbox, Top Films of 2018. Um, and check out all the movies I'm watching on planes this month. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can find me online at Sandra Amstutz. My last name is spelled A-M-S-T-U-T-Z. And you can find our podcast Twitter account at Feeling It Pod. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Goodbye, now. Goodbye. Go away. I'll see you soon, okay? That's it. Go home. Yep. Yeah. Moving along, Padre. Goodbye, old friend. That's it. That's our show for tonight, people.